0: Hello and welcome to Numbers Out Wide with Dr. Dupe, the podcast about interesting numbers in the world of rugby. We are part of the Bottomless Rugby Network, a series of podcasts that come out on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays and sometimes on a Saturday. Thank you for joining me this week and please consider following Bottomless Rugby on our social media pages. This is part two of looking at winning trends in super rugby. Yesterday we looked at the trends in derby matches when teams were playing fellow conference members. Today we're going to look at international matches when teams are playing opposition from outside of their own conference in Super Rugby between 2017 and 2020. Let's get into it. International matches in Super Rugby is all we really want to see. You want to see teams from your country play against the best around the world and at some point in time Australian teams were still some of the best in the world unfortunately their form has been poor and it really shows when when we take a look at conferences win percentages in these international matches when they play home we're going to take a look at the home fixtures first then we'll take a look at the away fixtures in these international matches it's it's not a good story for the Australian teams they have been struggling against foreign opposition. I mean, we we've known it; it's pretty obvious. But when when you, when you average it all out, it it really tells an interesting story. Australian teams within the conference, on as a whole, have only won thirty three percent of their home fixtures against foreign opposition. That is poor. When you look at South African conference teams, they win fifty eight percent of their home fixtures against foreign opposition. And New Zealand have really set the bar high. Their teams combined to win 82% of their fixtures at home. This should really make it easy for someone when you're going to be making predictor picks in the future when the round robin matches come come again. When they're playing team from overseas, you might as well pick the home side in New Zealand. Let's take a closer look at the conferences themselves. Let's start out with the Australian Conference. There's only one team that even managed to get a 50% win percentage at home against foreign opposition. And guess what? It is not who you think it is. Obviously, you might think the Brumbies, since they have been the form side. But surprisingly, when I've put the data together from 2017 to 2020, the Reds won 50% of their home fixtures against foreign opposition. This was quite surprising. I thought it would be the Brummies. The Brummies were close. they got to forty seven percent It's not bad. it's essentially kind of the same. They did play one extra fixture, but you would hope that your teams are also able to win more than fifty percent of their fixtures against foreign opposition. Uh, that is really where for fan the pride comes in like not only are you strong against fellow country teams, but you want to be strong against foreign opposition as well. Uh, The Waratahs were next best. They got, they win 31% of their matches against foreign opposition at home. And then you might not have guessed, but the worst percentage here is the Rebels at 20%. You would have thought the Sunwolves were probably going to be the worst, but they're only sitting at 24%. So they just pipped the Rebels, they did play two extra matches uh, during this time period at home against foreign opposition. So, yeah, I mean, they, they probably just, yeah, they did win one extra game, uh, but they had another two opportunities to do that. But th- this these are poor numbers for the Rebels. Um, you would not think this because the Rebels, you know, when you give them the eye test, they have looked pretty good. But the data shows that when they are playing against foreign opposition at home, It does not look good at all for them. Let's move on to the New Zealand conference. Obviously, we're expecting the numbers to be sky high collectively. They win 82% of their matches at home against foreign opposition, and it really, really shows. Right at the top, no surprises at all, you have the Crusaders and the Hurricanes sharing top position at 94% win record at home. That is outstanding. That is the bar teams absolutely dread going on the Australasian tour, going into New Zealand and playing the Crusaders or the Hurricanes at home. It really shows that if a team gets a schedule where they won't be playing the Crusaders or the Hurricanes at home, it really counts in their favor. And this is the big problem we've had with the conference system in recent years, is that the system makes it so that sometimes you do not play a team from the opposition conference at all, so you can be lucky and not get a Crusader fixture at all, and you only play them once in any case, so you might only, you might play them at your home fixture, not at their, their home ground, so yeah, 94%, the bar is really high, third, which is a little bit surprising, I I thought it might have been the Chiefs, uh, but we have the Highlanders at seventy five percent then the chiefs at seventy one percent and the blues coming up at sixty nine percent All of these numbers are very high. This is quite appealing to the fans. You pretty much know that you know if you if you have a home home fisher you're gonna go to the ground uh, your team is likely to be the winner, which is fantastic for fans and attendances. Let's move on to the South African conference. Uh, the numbers are still pretty good, not as good as, as the New Zealand numbers, um, and and a little bit surprising in the sense that I thought the Jaguars would do pretty well, given that for them, you know, teams really need to travel far to go and play them. Um, but they only sit at 56%. That is the second best. I mean, the second worst within the conference. The Bulls, yeah, it's been it's been terrible for them in the last couple of years. They are the worst within the conference. It's 43% of the time they win at home against foreign opposition. You then have the Stormers and the Sharks both winning 64% of their home fixtures against foreign opposition. It's not too bad That it is it's totally acceptable. But right at the top in recent years, we know the Lions have been in great form Uh, 2020, not so much. They have won 73% of their home fixtures against foreign opposition. That is absolutely fantastic. Uh, With that, you can also count some of their playoff matches that they would have played at home. So they have a little bit more home fixtures against uh, the Sharks, for example, who haven't really made playoffs in the last couple of years. 73% is not that bad. And collectively, as a conference, if only one team is below the 50%, it's not so bad. It it does show that the conference as a whole is very competitive against foreign opposition. Uh, We'll probably look at, we'll see it in the the away fixtures. Uh, I suspect that Australian teams are really going to struggle and that these numbers are likely made up of those results. Righty, that is the home fixtures. Let's move on to the away fixtures. I believe in Super Rugby, when you can win away from home, that is your key to a title. That is the key to long-term success. Because if you can win away from home, it's likely that that you are playing well, irrespective of where you play. And when you look at the conferences within Super Rugby collectively, when they have international matches playing away from home, i.e. in this case, will be playing overseas, the numbers really, really do tell a story. And this is where the conferences separate themselves, especially New Zealand. This is where they truly shine and show that they are the best within the competition. We'll take it from the bottom. You would have guessed it. The Australian conference does the worst. And this number is going to shock you collectively, the Australian conference teams only win 15% of their, home, of their away fixtures against foreign opposition. They do not travel well at all. And this includes a short little hop over the water to New Zealand for them, but the opposition is just too strong for them. So that travel factor isn't that big, you know, so, so you can't even claim that there's a massive travel factor for them, unlike the South African conference teams where When they travel, they got to travel a long while. Well, in all fairness, for the Australian and New Zealand teams, they do have to come to South Africa, um, which is a bit of traveling. But nonetheless, 15% for the Australian conference teams is absolutely poor. You can't even ascribe this to just the Sunwolves, you know. Uh, That number shows you that everyone has been struggling playing away from home and it really shows that Australian rugby as a whole have not been in good standing the last couple of years. Second best among the conferences is the South African Conference. 39% of the time they'll win their away fixture against international opposition, and then right at the top, no surprises there, 69% of the time New New Zealand teams will win away from home against international opposition. That is absolutely fantastic. That is how you get success. success. That is how you win titles when you win away from home. Let's take a closer look at the conferences. In <laughs> the Australian conference, it, it looks poor. It is absolutely poor. And there was, apart from that, that collectively, all of the teams do really bad playing away from home there was a bit of a surprise um, and that is the Waratahs. The Waratahs and the Sunwolves have both only won one fixture away from home against international opposition in the last three years. That is 16 matches for the Waratahs, 17 matches for the Sunwolves and they both only managed to win one game. The Reds have won two games. So the Sun Will 6%, <laughs> the Reds are at 12%, and then you have the Rebels at 15%. I mean, that, that really just shows you that, you know, they've really been struggling to get talent, to maintain talent, to develop talent up to, you know, the desired level that they need to be to compete week in, week out, away from home. You do have the Brumbies doing a little bit better. It's only 33% of the time they'll win a away fixture against foreign opposition. Look, it's better than the rest, but it's not great. Uh, but yeah, it's clear that the Brumbies, hands down, the best team in the Australian Conference. But if my predictor comes around, yeah, there you have it. Just don't even bother. You know, predicting for the Australian teams to win away from home. It is so unlikely uh, in in recent years and it's quite a quite a pity that the season had to be stopped because this really might have helped me with my predictor <laughs> going, going on throughout the season. Now let's look at the best conference. <clears throat> Excuse me. The New Zealand conference. Wow, these numbers are good. It is really, really good. Playing away from home, does not seem to phase them as much as other opposition. All of the teams winning more than 50% of their matches away from home against the international teams. Uh, right at the bottom you have the Highlanders at 53%. And then you have the Blues a little bit better at 56%. Not bad. And then you have tied for second within this conference. You have the Hurricanes and the Chiefs both winning 75% of their away fixtures uh, in these international matches. And right at the top, a number that is a little bit surprising, but it probably shows the real strength of the New Zealand Conference. Now, if you remember in the derby matches, the Crusaders would win 56% of their away fixtures in these derby matches. When they play Foreign opposition in these international matches they win 87% of the time in these away fixtures. That is brilliant, that just shows you how good this Crusaders team has been over the last couple of years. It really shows you what consistency can be developed when there's good rugby structures. Because bear in mind that they have lost some players over the last couple of years, but year in and year out. They unearth these talented young players. They get them into the system. They develop them. And I feel that it really shows. And this is the number that shows the quality of the Crusader side. 87% of the time you go win away from home. When you've traveled across the ocean. That is brilliant. That is high standards. That is winning standards. The South African Conference. Um, This one really really speaks volumes as well. There's only one team that managed to win more than 50% of their matches away from home in these international fixtures. Uh, But yeah, I'll I'll leave that one for last. You can ponder a little bit about who do you think that is. And I I, I think it's it's quite telling and it is a nice story um, to, to tell as well. This team has done well. This number makes me think that they are the best team in the South African Conference, uh, especially with the recent drop in form of the Lions. The only team that managed to win more than 50% of their fixtures away from home is the Jaguars. They have won 82% of their away fixtures against foreign opposition. That is brilliant. That shows you that... They are well adapted to traveling. It's not a factor for them. We saw them last year go all the way to the final. Having to travel all over the place doesn't phase them at all. 82% of the time to win away from home is brilliant. That is a fantastic story for the Jaguars. It shows that they belong within the competition. It shows that they're competitive. Last year, they're the best South African Conference team. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Now... The South African sides, it doesn't look that good. Uh, Within these four, you might think, all right, probably the Lions are the best playing these away fixtures against foreign opposition, but it isn't. The best South African team, in this case, is the Sharks. They win 47% of the time away from home in these uh, international matches, then followed by the Lions at 40% of the time. That's not too bad. Then the two worst ones. This I thought was a real surprise. I did not think the Stormers would set at 17%. That is not good. The Stormers do not travel well. We've we've seen that. The eye test has shown us. But but looking at those numbers, 17% is quite staggering. Uh, I did not expect a quality side like the Stormers, and they've had some real talent over the last couple of years. Um, I mean, they've lost a lot of players the last couple of years, but there was still enough talent there that they would be more competitive than that. And then right at the end, we have the Bulls. The Bulls have been going through a terrible time, and they've only managed to win one match out of 13 in these away fixtures playing foreign opposition. That is just poor. Uh, There's not much to say. We have now seen that they are making some good signings, So there is some hope, potential light at the end of the tunnel when rugby resumes and there's going to be international fixtures. I do hope that they are going to be way more successful than that. But to the Jaguars, well done. This is how you show that you belong in the competition when you can beat them at their own ground. Well done to you guys. Thank you for joining me in this part two, looking at winning percentages of teams in Super Rugby in international matches, playing at home and away from home. Some of these results really surprised me and I'd like to know, were you surprised by some of them and how did your team do? Make use of the voice message function within Anchor. You can send me a voice message and tell me your thoughts. I'd really like to know what you're thinking And if you have any suggestions of numbers and investigations you'd like me to do in the future, do let me know. I'd really appreciate that. So yeah, these podcasts and our others on Bottomless Rugby are all available on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Republic. There's a whole bunch of them. They're all out there. Also, do go check out and follow our Instagram and Facebook pages at Bottomless Rugby and on Twitter at btl underscore rugby. We'd really appreciate it if you also share it with your friends so we can grow this channel. So until next week, stay away from your boys, wash your hands often, drink lots of water, and stay safe. Cheers.